Thanksgiving and gratitude. Welcome to Hidden Agenda on Grand Fork's best source in a world gone haywire. What do we have to be thankful for? David Waterman with the Midwest Public Health Coalition in the studio, along with Paul, the producer, and myself, John Roberts. And Hidden Agenda brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Austin says, Barry and the team did a great job putting a deck skirt on my deck. It gave the deck a great finished look and helps keep my dog from getting covered in mud every morning. Would recommend them for any project, large or small. Tell you what, for that project you want done sooner than later, call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. And make sure you call Executive Properties, too, to get uh, your snow removal done this winter, all right? Uh, If you have any questions or comments uh, for myself, David, or Paul, the producer, our number is 701-213-0863-701-213-0863. You can follow us on Rumble, by the way, now, too. Uh, Before we get going, let's do it. It's our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, we, for those of you who don't want Alexa listening in on your conversations, because supposedly it does. So for those of you who do not want Alexa listening in on your conversations, uh, you know, they're making a male version. It doesn't listen to anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go. I'm going to quit looking at him. I'm going to quit looking. I wasn't, I wasn't listening. I didn't hear it. <laughs> uh, a male. You don't have to worry about a male version of Alexa because it doesn't listen to anything. There you go. Right, right. Um, anyway, a uh, couple of things I want to talk about before we get going here. Uh, Joe Biden celebrated his 81st birthday Monday, um, which, by the way, his unapproval rating now, 60%. approval rating is the lowest level since his presidency. Now, how Joe spent his 81st birthday Monday was pardoning Thanksgiving turkeys. Um, It's so funny. He joked, this is the 76th anniversary of this event. I want you to know, I wasn't there for the first one. I was too young to make it up. Well, then he laughed at his own joke again, and then a little uneasily laughed some more. uh, Not very vintage comedy there, Sleepy Joe. Um, Kamala Harris, we've got to throw her in here. Her disapproval rating at 49.2%. Approval rating, 39.8%. Um, did you see what Kamala Harris said about the J6 videos being released? We talked about this yesterday uh, with Scott Meyer. She's, here, here, this is her quote. J6 was as bad as Pearl Harbor and 9-11. That's what she said. And like Senator Meyer said, boy, what a kick in the lower extremities to the sailors that lost their lives at Pearl Harbor and the people that were killed and the families of 9-11. I mean, really, Kamala? Come on. Um, yeah, I mean, you, the, you could look at the, the video because, uh, you know, they release more tapes of the poor guy that killed himself. Yeah. Because he was facing nine years, and yeah. when you see the video, all he was doing was walking down the hallway mm-hmm. looking at his phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that happened a lot on on 9-11 and uh, Pearl Harbor. I guess people were just walking around, sure. you know, looking at their phones yeah. and yeah. not doing anything. Yeah, um, it's, it, it, You know, they, one of the... Sorry. Oh. I, I, there's, a, there's a movie by uh, Dinesh D'Souza called Hillary's America, and it's, it's an excellent film. I, I recommend it highly for anyone that wants to watch it. And one of the things that he points out is that while he was in prison, he was in prison by Barack Obama for because <laughs> Barack didn't like him. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, he he talks to some 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 felons in prison, some guys that were con artists and and bad guys, and he said, as they're describing how they conduct their nefarious activities, one of the things that they said to him is one of their key uh, rules of engagement is never give up the lie. Never, mm-hmm. never give, never say, okay, it was a big scam. It was a con job. No, you always insist that the lie is true yeah. and you never, you never quit. They said, that's exactly what is going on in Washington. And it was then, and it still is these January 6th insurrectionist yeah. people, they won't give up the lie. They're going to keep, and as, and as more and more of that footage releases, uh, gets released by, uh, by the Speaker of the House, uh, Mike Johnson. Yeah, yeah, and thank goodness for him. Thank goodness, mm-hmm. thank the Lord, because we're going to see, yeah. what? They're just walking yeah. around. 
a lot of them walking around look very reverently yeah, because and, they've never been there before. And the one uh, that Paul, the producer, was talking about that committed suicide, um, he was walking by, and this was after the police or guard or whatever, just let them all walk by. Yeah, exactly. All he was doing was just moseying down the hallway. Yes. Didn't do anything wrong. You know, you know that, that January 6th thing, I... I John, you might know that, not know this, but I actually seriously considered going yeah. to Washington myself because this was planned out weeks in advance, right? After mm-hmm. the election, after it was stolen, after President Trump didn't get reelected because we know why. Uh, I thought, you know, maybe I should go to Washington and just show my support. Yeah. I was seriously considering doing that. And and someone recently said to me, yeah, if you had, you'd be in jail right yeah. now. Yeah, you would be, probably. And But the thing is now about these released tapes, now we're going to find out how dirty, what the like the Pelosi's, and what they were really doing, and how they were really setting this up. And damn it, they better be held responsible for this. They better be they held better responsible. They better be, but they probably won't. A couple more things. Uh, I want to go back. Um, when we first started this thing with a great reset, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the COVID jab. Uh, do you mm. see now Moderna? They finally admitted mRNA COVID jab, well, it causes cancer. Uh, they also admitted there was billions of DNA fragments and contaminants found in vials, millions yeah. of them. Yeah. Uh, there's been an explosion of miscarriages after COVID shots. Right. Um, in fact, uh, here's another cool one that I saw. A new Army recruitment poster. It actually says right on the Army recruitment poster, COVID vaccine not required. How about oh, that? No not kidding. required. And one, I was going to end it at that. And then Paul says, John, you got to come and check this out. He goes, have you seen Argentina's new president? And I'm like, well, no, I've kind of heard a little bit about him. And, and he goes, check this video out. Yeah, yeah. He's just going nuts, calling them left tards and things like that. <laughs> and just every other word in this interview, they had to bleep out because he's just had it with them. And um, I thought that was pretty cool. He's going to bring back the economy. I uh, think. Oh, I mean, for sure. A, yeah, it, I mean, they, they, Argentina's they, in tough shape right now. And what was their, I think that their, uh, their, their uh, inflation rate was like 130 yeah percent a yep. year or something like that i, mean, I like the guy ridiculous he's got cool hair yeah <laughs> it's like all he's over got the good place. ideas i mean he's, yeah. he's uh yeah he's going to i i'm i'm we need to pray that that guy lives that he doesn't get assassinated exactly he's not on board with the whole you know globalist right. agenda yeah he's going to start turning things around for his country which mm-hmm. is what his job is i mean it, look I'll, I'll i'll just say something when i was a kid uh, I heard about the end of the world and the the, uh, oh, yeah. the Antichrist and all that stuff. Now there's going to be a one world government and one world currency. That was they were talking about that in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Bible scholars said in order for the Antichrist to take over, take control of the world, there must be a one world government and a one world currency. What are the globalists trying to do? What's the World Economic Forum trying to do? What have they been trying to do since the since they got started? Create a one world government and one world currency. We're yeah. seeing it right now, and yeah. the the currency is going to be digital. And the uh, the government's going to be them, <laughs> and 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 the way to stop that is to make sure that nations exist as nations, and they um, and they have their own sovereignty. You know, national mm-hmm. sovereignty is a real deal. Um, your title today on Hidden Agenda: Thanksgiving and Gratitude in a World Gone Haywire. What do we have to be thankful for? You know, it, it's this time of the year. A lot of people tend to forget about what this time of the year really means, the holidays, especially yeah. when we get around Christmas time. Yes. Um, it was always a ton of things to be grateful for and to be thankful for. Right. But the way the world's going now, it, it's, it's just the whole attitude on the holidays, Christmas, everything. Um, it's changed so much. And, and now you can ask people, what do you have to be thankful for over the holidays? And a lot of people get snooty about it, like, none of your business. Yeah, Well, right. come on, you're at least still standing and breathing. you got to have something to be thankful for. Yeah, right, exactly. And so one of the things that people don't, I mean, it's, what was the original Thanksgiving all about, right? I mean, where did it start? If you go online, you search, what was the origin of Thanksgiving? Yeah. You will find so much anti-American mm-hmm. propaganda, hatred toward the colonists, hatred toward anybody that's white. Yep. I mean, it's it, it, we're just the most evil people in the world, unless you dig a little bit deeper. But sure. The, in fact, I, I have a book. They, they, kids have been taught for years, 
Well, Thanksgiving, that's when, Ameri- that's when the pilgrims uh, thank the Indians for giving them corn. Uh, no, it's no. not. <laughs> that is not what Thanksgiving is all about. That was never what it's all about. I finally found, and I, I've got a whole book actually on Thanksgiving, the history of Thanksgiving. I was going to bring it in today. I couldn't find it. I was looking all over. Uh, we moved it. It's, 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 we've got it somewhere. But anyway, maybe next year. Okay. Uh, but it's, uh, here's, here's what it, the, 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 the only place I found online, and I'm sure there are others, but this morning, the only place I found online that actually had even a semi-accurate recounting of where Thanksgiving came from was from the Smithsonian. Oh, okay. And so that's that's pretty good. Uh, I guess they, they haven't been completely corrupted. Um, you don't want to look at something like Forbes. There's an article no. on Forbes that talks about, uh, yeah. I mean, it, just horrible. Um, but here, in, in, in I'll read from this article from... from, from uh, from the Smithsonian, in 1623, the pilgrims at Plymouth Plantation, Massachusetts, held another day of Thanksgiving. As a drought was destroying their crops, colonists prayed and fasted for relief. The rains came a few days later. And not long after, Captain Miles Standish arrived with staples and news that a Dutch supply ship was on its way. Because of all this good fortune, we're not talking about these guys got rich. We're talking about they knew they were going to be able to They're survive. They're going to be able to live for a while, yeah. They get to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because of this good fortune, all this good fortune, the colonists held the day of Thanksgiving in prayer on June 30th. Uh, this 1623 festival appears to have been the origin of our Thanksgiving Day because it combined a religious and social celebration. And that's exactly right. The colonists were thankful to be alive, and they were yeah. thankful not to the Indians. They were thankful to God because they sure. knew that God is the one that holds them in, the, in his hand. God is the one that's going to to provide what they need, and, uh, and they were praying to him, and they were giving honor to him. And that's what Thanksgiving is all about. It's, and that's a time that we should stop and reflect, not on who's going to be playing in the next uh, Super Bowl or who's going to be playing mm-hmm. uh, football that day, but to think about what it is that we have to be thankful for. And we have, in this country, a tremendous amount of things to be thankful yeah. for. I mean, we, we live in a way that... Most people in the world can't even conceive of. I mean, there, I was talking with Amos Tarfa, who's the founder of the new school uh, that we have just down the down the hall okay, here yep. in the mall, uh, the STEM School Life STEM Academy. And his father was an engineer. Uh, he's from um, Nigeria, and okay. so his father was an engineer. So, a pretty wealthy family, and he he talked about hauling buckets of water into the house. So they had water to eat and drink and bathe with in buckets because they didn't have indoor plumbing. Yeah. And that was normal for them. Yeah. I mean, even though his father was a, was a successful engineer, they just didn't have the infrastructure there. And sure. so he was used to hauling water every mm-hmm. day. Yeah, you go and you get water and you bring it, bring it home. Yep. So you have water to use in your home. We don't, Americans have no concept of that. Oh, I know. We have the concept of you turn the... You turn the little knob or you, the lever, and the warm water comes up. Warm water yeah. or hot water yeah. or cold water, whatever you want. You just move it here to here, and it's hot to cold, hot to cold. We, you flip a switch, lights come on. Most people in the world, most people in the world have no concept of that. Yeah, I just uh, recently watched Soylent Green, and one of the things is he went into the rich you know, community, and then it's like, you have hot water? <laughs> like. <laughs> She's like, yeah, as long as you want, and he, just, you was just thought it, and yeah, yeah, it's like a dream, had, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so uh, we have a lot to be thankful for. I'm thankful that uh, Paul, the producer, gave me the uh, the password for uh, the internet because I want to pull something up here. Um, you got something for the screen, David? You know, it's, no, uh, I don't. I just have something for me. It's just for this is just for me. Um, well, let's see. So, uh, so, so I'm just, one of the things that we do with Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving obviously is in a couple of days, uh, is that we, um, we kind of go around the table before we eat mm-hmm. or after we eat, and everybody gets a chance to say what they're thankful for. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't know this, uh, but being thankful and actually thanking God for the things that you have in your life that are good actually does something to your brain. There's actually a measurable health benefit in being thankful. Did you know that? It actually makes you a happier person. 
when you're thankful for what you have. The people that spend their lives and their, their days grumbling about how bad they have it, you know, complaining the glass is always half empty uh, instead of half full, uh, have more health problems, both physically and mentally, uh, and, I would say, and emotionally as well, than people who look at the bright side and who look at the things that, uh, that are good in their lives uh, that they can be thankful for. Yeah, I'm thankful there that we haven't dropped any frame rates so far, so far this <laughs> yeah, show. How about That's that? Uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Well, you you all spent some you spent some real time uh, reworking some security things. So all that- I did was climb a ladder. These these are the brainiacs of the group here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm I'm just the eye candy, I guess. Right. That's well, right. Knock yeah. on wood. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. show's not over yet. Well, that's true. <laughs> but 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 this is we've made it this far in. That's a good sign. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because normally, yeah, something would have shown up by now. It's uh it's so funny too how it just happens to be this show all the time, yep. you know, or something happens. But well, who knows? These people are awfully smart. Maybe they'll figure it out again if it was something like that, but uh, anyway. Well, the people that hack this show, the people who don't like this show, I wouldn't I mean, I think that's generous of you, John, to say they're awfully smart. I wouldn't say they're awfully smart. I'd say they're very ignorant. Well, you know, here's here's the thing that gets me. If you're hacking our show because you don't agree with us or you don't like what we're all about or what we talk about, come on in. <laughs> exactly. Tell us what you want to talk about. Yes, I mean, exactly. I don't care what side Put a side message you- in the chat. Yeah, I mean, well, whatever side even you vote on, if you're Republican, you're Democrat, I don't really care. Although there's not one Democrat that's ever wanted to come on the show, and I don't know why. It's not I'm gonna not gonna throw you under the bus. Um, it's just if if you've got a problem, come on here, quick. Don't be a well. This whoever this is, they're not even a keyboard warrior. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. they're just completely hiding. That is like the biggest, and I'm not even gonna use those words, but. Um, Boy, I tell you what, my granddaughter could probably kick your ass, and she's only four years old. But um, anyway, I got that out of my system now. I feel much better. <laughs> so, so, uh, <laughs> so if they, yeah, it, that's the thing. We're not gonna, we're not gonna attack anyone. I mean, we had a a guy here who was arguing with me about the effectiveness of masks. He was on the show, I think, four times, maybe five times. <clears throat> he didn't have anything really intelligent to say even though he's a really smart guy i know him personally uh smart guy but did you get couldn't... your lunch out of him no never did no <laughs> no <laughs> no and i didn't really think that i would but it's okay yeah uh it's all right yeah he he promised to take me to dinner if we were still wearing masks the, you know mm-hmm. the, uh, yeah. the, that summer and which of course we were all the way into that winter yeah yeah but uh yeah <laughs> but it's but you know what here's the thing if we're look, if we're wrong, come just show us. Yeah, exactly. Just show us. And and if I am, if you can prove to me that we're wrong, I'll I'll graciously admit it. Absolutely. Uh, but nobody's done it yet. It doesn't do us any good to be promoting or saying things that are false on this show. I mean, there's no benefit to me to say masks don't work mm. to stop COVID. Right. If they do work to stop COVID, how does that benefit? How does that benefit me or, or, or this show? How does it benefit us to say that the jab causes cancer and a bunch of other health yep. problems, including death? Yep. If it really doesn't, why would we? What's the point? Exactly. Now, okay, fast forward three years from when we first started uh, the Great Reset. Yeah. If you could have told me today and had the proof that masks work, the jab worked, the vaccine, the boosters, if all of that worked, and if you could show me the proof... Yeah. I would do a whole show on it saying how wrong I am, how wrong I was. I apologize. I'm just a dummy. But now when you've got these big pharma companies like Moderna even admitting that they were blowing smoke up our you-know-what, well, okay, now here's the deal. It's like a true it's like a true liberal still won't admit you're wrong. I mean, you could look at a, at a black and white. Well, this one's black, that one's white. No, it's not. That one's black, this one's white. No, it's not. It's just, they're not going to agree. It doesn't matter. Right. If, why can't right. you do like a good normal human should do and admit it when you're wrong? Well, it's like I said to you earlier, you know, if Donald Trump could walk on water, all they would report is that he can't swim. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's exactly that's right. right. Yep. yep, that's it. That's-, that's exactly right. But Joe Biden, well, I'll leave it alone. Uh, <laughs> happy 60th birthday, Joe. <laughs> Whatever. So, so I'm curious. What 
other than the fact that we haven't dropped any frames yet. What are what are you thankful for? Well, me, um, I'm I'm thankful that Grand Fork's best source is still here. Yes. Uh, we've had a tough couple of years. I mean, trying to get this thing rolling when COVID was rolling, uh, just getting along, and and um, with all the hard work of of these guys and, and Katie and and our a lot of our hosts that aren't here now, um, we're starting to really get noticed. Um, we know now that uh, Grand Forks, East Grand Forks, uh, they do listen to what we're saying. Uh, the area is listening to what we're saying. Yeah. Um, and they're they're they know we're not. We don't mess up like the rest of the local media does around here. Um, we're not wrong, usually. And, and if we are, we admit it. But uh, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my, my wonderful wife, uh, mm-hmm. how she has stood by me all these years. I, it blows me away. I, I really, it really does. Um, and and our a- son and our grandkids um, and my dogs. Um, I'm lucky I'm still walking and mm. standing upright because with everything that's happened to me in my life, I probably shouldn't be. Uh, and my friends. You know, I'm, so I'm, I'm thankful for all of that stuff. No, that's great. And food. That's, <laughs> yeah, and food. <laughs> I love food. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's really good, John. And you have, uh, you do have a lot to be thankful for. And you, yeah, you've been through a lot. Man. And you're still, you're still here. Mm, a lot of people have it worse than me. I think that, uh, you know, I'm thankful that God gave you a good, con- you've got a solid constitution because a lot of people that, you know, I think wouldn't have survived some of the things mm. that you've, been through. I mean, a plane crash. Do you know when, when, when people get shot, do you know what kill, what most people, my understanding of most civilians who are shot, uh, you know what they die from? It's not, it's not loss of blood. It's shock. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. their system. It's not because they had a fatal, you know, because one of their organs mm-hmm. was hit. It's just because they can't handle the shock yep. of being shot. Um, and I got to think that being in a plane crash and sustaining the kind of injuries that you did. See, that was the worst part about it. I didn't go into shock till that next yeah, late that night. Right. So I felt everything. You felt everything. Right. <laughs> Nobody else did. Well, I know my legs are broke. My buddy's telling me my legs are broke. They're all crushed here. One's facing the wrong way. My arm's broken. It's just like he was just talking about going to the bar and having a beer. You know, so, you know they didn't feel it Yeah, because uh, they were in shock. But, um, yeah, boy, I, I did. Every step I crawled. Yeah, so I'm, uh, Paul, do you want to go next? So what things you're thankful for? You've got a new, you're a new father. I mean, again, you're a father again. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, otherwise I'll I'll go because I'm going to go. I've got a lot. We've got a lot more to be thankful for than we have to complain about, frankly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm thankful for every, you know, everybody that helps me with everything that I do in my life. And, you know, also family, but, you know, I was just looking at the feed here and seeing like the background and, you know, just from the beginning of oh, when boy. we started this yeah. we d- i didn't know anything about this stuff and right. you know and now we've got 15 different shows and that's just all because of the help of people that are doing it voluntarily right yeah no that's great that that is that's wonderful and 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 their sponsors i would like to i'm thankful for them yeah the, 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 do, the people that do support us and help us keep the the doors open here for mm-hmm. sure yeah. yeah yeah for sure yeah uh, so it's it's one of the things that you point out is is that there's this dependence. We have this dependence on, on each other. There's no such thing. This is, we could do a whole couple of shows on this, but there's this idea that somehow kids, when they hit 18, they got to become independent and go off on their own. And look, I'm not saying that there isn't value in learning to survive out in the you know society by yourself, but this idea of independence is really overstated and overblown. Nobody's, none of us are independent. None of us are. You depend on the power company to pump the electricity into the studio to keep the lights on and the mics working, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we depend on the people at the grocery store to bring in the food in so that we can go and shop for our families and have a nice Thanksgiving meal, right? We're dependent on those because guess what? I wouldn't know how to buy that food. I mean, maybe Amazon, but what if, what if Amazon shuts down? What if suddenly we don't have internet anymore? The grocery stores still had food for us when there was no internet, Remember that? Yeah, right. The days before the internet, they had food. I wouldn't know how to bring food. I could. I I remember I'd uh, bring a note from my mom uh, and go down to the local, uh, you know, your neighborhood grocery store, and which they all had a butcher shop back then. And yep, and uh, you'd bring a note with your from your mom saying it's okay to get her a pack of cool cigarettes, and and Uh yeah, and then you charged it and you walked home. 
I, I yeah. also need to point out too. I am thankful for my wife because I couldn't imagine living with me. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> <That's great. laughs> no. I had to throw that in there, Paul. Yeah, you, you and me both. You and me both. We, uh, yes, wives are a good thing. In fact, the Bible says that he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Uh, yeah. Also said it's not good for man to be alone. She's also a smoke show. So yeah, yeah, it helps. <laughs> it took me thirty six years to find mine. So yeah. <laughs> Well, I didn't hear what you said. A smoke show. She's hot. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I find my wife to be very attractive. That's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yes. So. That's very important. Actually, that's watching. Good. That's <laughs> well, we haven't <laughs> dropped any frames. No. You know, there's a guy, I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. There's, there's one a, week in the omit from I'm the really list. glad. I, no, I'm glad that you said that, Paul, because that's uh, this. I'll tell you a little something. This uh, This folio. It's stamped there with the name of the company that makes it, Saddleback Leather Company. Saddleback Leather was uh, founded by a guy named Dave Munson, and um, and he does videos on his leather products. They, they make the best leather leather products in the country, maybe maybe in the world. Everything is like full grain, it's mm-hmm. not top grain. It's not it's full grain leather, um, and uh, and he makes these videos, and and once in a while in his video, he's married to a woman named Suzette. And everyone in the video, he'll say, oh, and by the way, I have a very hot wife. And then he'll just go right back to talking about his product. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's really cool. Yeah. He was doing one out of the back of a, what was it, a Range Rover or something. He had the back open, and he's sitting back there. And you could see the, uh, his license plate. And his license plate was H-O-T-W-Y-F-E. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just think that's very cool. Yeah, it's very good to be thankful for... Our wives. I'm very thankful. Absolutely. For very. Yeah. Should we, th- should we yeah, throw a uh, Dean, the producer in here and see what uh, he's thankful for? We yes. don't have a camera on him, but we could oh, probably. Yeah. That's um, a great idea. Hear me. All right. No, we hear you. Fine. Yep. Yeah. Oh, we turned this guy down a smidge here. But no, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for, you know, I mean, I'm well, the obvious parents, mom, dad, thankful yeah. for, for just, you know, well, gosh, I'm a workaholic, but I love to work. Thankful for all my great coworkers that make going to work fun each and every day, including everyone here, and just thankful for everyone here teaching me so much more, getting back into broadcasting after I got out of it for many, many years, so just rediscovering a new passion, and uh, thankful for this great resurgence of fall weather after we had a crappy <laughs> little sprinkle yeah. uh, flirtation with the winter there, so being able to run back outside again, and yes. uh, Thankful for the early thanks for the upcoming feast on Thanksgiving because, yeah, always it's my favorite holiday of the year, getting together with family and friends for the best meal of the year. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, we, uh, yeah, I'm, th- you know, I'm thankful for, um, I'm thankful for good baked goods. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting better and better at this all the time, aren't we? Then I turned my microphone down. Uh, you know what? With the holidays here and all of that stuff, Christmas right around the corner, and of course Thanksgiving is a couple of days away. Uh, it might be a little late now, but um, maybe you forgot about Over Heaven's Cakes. I saw on social media, where can I get the best cupcakes in town? Well, duh, it's Over Heaven's Cakes. Uh, whether it be cakes, cupcakes, special occasion, holiday, or just a treat, Check them out north backside of the Grand Cities Mall here. They're open uh, Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4, Saturdays 9 to noon. Call them up, 701-757-CAKE, or go to overheavenscakes at yahoo.com. Again, and now we might be a little late for Thanksgiving, but Christmas is coming up too. Check them out, Over Heaven's Cakes. Be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. We love Over Heaven's Cakes right here in the Grand Cities Mall. Thanksgiving and gratitude. Hidden Agenda with David Waterman, Midwest Public Health Coalition. Of course, Paul, the producer, is in here. Uh, and myself in a world gone haywire. What do we have to be thankful for? We've talked with myself, with uh, Paul, and with uh, Dale, the producer. And, uh, you know, maybe it's time uh, we ask you this question, I, David. Really really oh. quickly, though, um, that for the Ofer Heaven's Cakes, I don't know if they're out, but I'm pretty sure that they're still uh, selling Thanksgiving pies. Oh, okay. Yep. So go go oh. go get a pie. Yep. From uh, okay. All for heaven's cakes. Yep. 
And uh, well, if we're going to be on that note, I want to thank Courtney, too, for uh, yep. bringing us each a pie this morning. That was pretty cool. Thank you. All right. Oh, okay. So, wow, that's great. Yes, sir. What, what is David Waterman thankful for? Boy, I, uh, how much? We don't have enough time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, God has been so, so good to me. I am, uh, he's given me life. I mean, I, I'm thankful for the breath I have in my lungs. You know, the, yeah. the, 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 every time you take a breath, that's, that's a gift from God. Sure. Uh, the, the little spark of electricity that I've got running through my body to keep everything, uh, you know, working, my heart pumping, my, my lungs working, my organs all doing what they're supposed to do. Um, God not only gave me life, but, uh, but he gave me a great wife. He gave me great children. I mean, I've got three healthy boys. Um, they all moved. I'll be even more thankful if they come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they, uh, yeah, they're all healthy. They're all doing well. Um, I'm thankful that I live in a free country. So uh, far, yes. We, we still have freedoms that, that other people in the world don't have. I'm thankful for all the people in North Dakota who have been fighting for the last, you know, since 2020 to restore freedom and sanity to our culture and our government. We've got good people in the state legislature now. Mm -hmm. uh, we're getting more and more good people in the state legislature all the time. I'm thankful that, uh, that people recognize what's going on. That, that, as you've said on the show multiple times, John, people who once thought that we were nuts, the stuff that we were saying mm -hmm. three years ago, are now saying, wow, you were right. Boy, that, that's exactly right. And now the truth is coming out about these things. I'm thankful that we can still worship uh, according to the dictates of our conscience in America, you know, we America has Christians, uh, Catholics, Mormons, Muslims, Buddhists, Hindus. All, all those people are free to worship here according to what they believe, mm -hmm. and and we're free to talk about it, right? And to to have interaction and discussion. Um, I'm thankful that a lot of people who come from other faith traditions have uh, met some Christians and turned and, and, uh, and become Christians and mm -hmm. recognized that Jesus really is the Son of God. Uh, I'm thankful that we have people like Mike Johnson in the House of Representatives yes. uh, trying to turn things around. I'm thankful for people who have an open mind enough to say, you know what, this is what I believe. I think that we need big government and big government programs, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, maybe that's not the best solution. Uh, I'm thankful that we have the opportunity to change our minds when we realize that we, you know, didn't see something quite the way that it really is. And I'm thankful most of all, I'm thankful most of all, that God still calls people, that he still shows up when people need him. And that when I was really searching back in uh, 1987 to know who the real God is, I mean, I had friends that were, that were, Muslims, and mm -hmm. Buddhists, and Hindus. I had a Hindu roommate, Jewish, Christians, dated a lot of Catholic girls, dated a Mormon girl. But I really didn't know who God was. And so I just called out to him and I said, God, I want to know who you are because I don't like the idea of hell, you know, mm -hmm. These, the, 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 the lake of fire. I don't like that idea. I'd like to think that's not really true. But if it is, I don't want to go there. And so please tell me the truth about yourself. Sure. And I just started praying. And I didn't ask anybody because I didn't want to hear someone else's opinion, yeah. right? I wanted God's truth. Mm -hmm. I, I said, God, I, I'm not talking to anyone because they're going to tell me what they believe. Sure. I want to know who you are according to who you say you are, not according to who men say you are. And I'm not going to go through the whole thing right now, but God led me down a path uh, that I examined and evaluated all these different world religions and came to the conclusion that it... It had to be either Judaism or Christianity because those are the only two religions in the world that have both internal and external evidence. So sure. internal evidence is, you know, what you write about yourself, mm -hmm. right? right? Here's what we believe and this is why we believe it. But external evidence is when someone outside your particular religion writes things that, that prove, that demonstrate, that correlate with what you believe about it, right? So, for example, in, in the book of Genesis, there's a description of a world flood, a flood, a water, water that covered the entire earth during Noah's time, and that it even covered the tops of the mountains. Okay, so that's recorded in Scripture. 
is there any evidence to prove that that's true? Do you know that uh, archaeologists and, and uh, um, folks who study Earth history have found fossilized fish remains on the highest mountains in the world? How did fossilized fish get on top of mountains? Gee, that sure seems like that's evidence of a global flood that covers the mountains, mm-hmm. doesn't sure. it? Sure, yeah. Because <laughs> they fish were flying fish. And they died, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they, they weren't the flying kind. No, no. Right. So, so I, I recognize that it had to be either Christianity or Judaism. And you know what the difference is between Christianity and Judaism? There's only one key difference. Only one key difference between what Christians believe and what Jews believe. No New Testament for, Christian, or no New Testament for Judaism, right? No New Testament for Judaism, and, and what's the key fundamental belief that's different between what Christians believe and what Jews believe? You're right, the New Testament, the, 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 the Jews don't have that as part of their canon, but there's, what is it about the New Testament that the Christians believe that Jews don't? Isn't it that uh, they don't believe Jesus Christ is their Lord? Savior. That's exactly right. They don't believe in Jesus. They, they believe that Jesus, they know he existed, right? Because there's, there's... They don't believe he's actually the son of God, right? They don't believe that he was the Messiah. That's right. They don't believe he was the son of God. They believe that he was a good man, that he was a good teacher, and that, uh, and that later people made up these stories about him. Where Christians believe that Jesus was the Messiah that was promised throughout the Old Testament, and that he fulfilled all of the prophecies about the Messiah. And so that's the distinction. So I said, wow... So which one is it? Is it the who's right? Is it the Jews or the Christians? It, well, it depends on who Jesus is. So I started praying, God, please show me the truth about Jesus. Is he really the Messiah that was promised to the Jews? Or isn't he? Because that's it. And I said, and if, he, if he's not the Messiah, please show me beyond a shadow of a doubt. This is my prayer. Show me beyond a shadow of a doubt, and I will find a rabbi, and I'll convert to Judaism, and I'll pull as many of my friends out of this cult mm-hmm. called the church as I can, and, and, and I'll be Jewish. But if he is the Messiah, please show me that beyond a shadow of a doubt, and let me believe it, because I, I was dating a Mormon girl at the time that I was doing this, and I started reading the Bible to compare what the Book of Mormon said to what the Bible said, and they're radically different. Um, and one of the things that I read was Jesus said, no one can come to me unless the Father draws him. So I thought, well, I don't know if this is true, but if it is, I said, please show me the truth about Jesus and, and draw me to him if he really is the Messiah. And God showed me, and I, I, I can't describe how. I, I read a book. I read a book about a guy who was a Satan worshiper and <laughs> became a Christian and radically changed overnight, and I thought, that's impossible. Nobody changes overnight. Mm-hmm. You can't change overnight. I mean, you can change over time. Yeah right? Change your attitude, change your behavior. But nobody changes overnight. But this guy said that he did. And I thought, no, he went from being evil and wanting to hurt people to being kind and wanting to help people. I thought only God can do that. Only God can do that. And then it hit me. Wait a minute. He believed in Jesus and his life changed overnight. If only God can do that, Jesus has to be God. Yeah. That's it. And at that moment, I put my faith in Jesus as not just the biblical Messiah, but as my Savior. Sure. And, um, and I can't even describe what happened on that day. A radical transformation took place within me. And uh, God changed me. And, I, and, and my promise was, if you show me that Jesus is the Messiah, I will, uh, and let me believe him, I will serve you the rest of my life. And he did that. And um, yeah, I've I've never been the same. I, I see everything. Everything became different. I began to sure. see life very differently uh, from that day forward. And so that's what I'm the most thankful for, that God loves us enough that he sent his son to pay for our sins on the cross by dying the death that we deserve, suffering the, the punishment that we deserve, so that anybody who believes in him will have everlasting life. That's the, that is the, 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 the greatest, gift that that's all you got received. no that's <laughs> so okay if you don't if you don't mind me and by the Please way that ask. was a great answer um what's a typical thanksgiving day like at the waterman house 
Well, uh, we, my, my wife, it, one of the things, another thing I'm thankful for is that my wife is a phenomenal cook. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky she, there too. <laughs> she, boy, oh boy. So she already starts, she starts like several, she started the day before yesterday, I think went out and bought all this mm-hmm. stuff. Yesterday she started cooking. She makes these special rolls yep. and she makes cranberry sauce oh, from yeah. scratch. Oh boy. Starting with the fresh cranberries yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she makes it with, uh, Real, hundred percent. Not, 100% not a can of cranberry jello. No, no, no. Okay. Well, we have that too because okay. I like that. But, oh, but, sure. yeah. <laughs> but she makes her special sauce, and uh, she uses real maple syrup. Oh boy! Uh, and makes it's oh, it's you could live just on that. Yeah, if, yeah. You know, um, and then she makes a, a, a great turkey and a bunch of other dishes mm-hmm. that are just. Do the, do the boys get to come home? They do. We invited them all to come home. This will be the first Thanksgiving that all of our boys won't be here. Uh, Samuel. My son Samuel lives in uh, in Colorado Springs. Okay. He works for Chick Fil A down there, and we asked him to come, and he just couldn't. He couldn't get the time off. Uh, but my son Jonathan is coming up with his wife. Okay, from uh, Minneapolis, oh, and cool. he'll be uh, he'll be here tomorrow actually. And my son Aaron uh, will be coming from uh, from uh, Bismarck. Okay, it so, seems really weird that. He, he wouldn't be able to get time off from Chick-fil-A for Thanksgiving. I well, mean, you got to like, remember, if you get one day off, he's coming from Colorado. So, yes. you know, he'd probably have to take numerous days uh, off, yeah, and okay, they might not, yeah. Because, I mean, there's no way that they're open on Thanksgiving. I, no, I'd be I surprised if they weren't. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think they are. But that's the thing. No, no, John, you're exactly right. He would have to spend multiple days. Yeah. He'd have to drive here and drive back and then have some time to be here. And there were other people who, you know, requested the day mm, sure off that sure and maybe more have more seniority exactly than he does yeah, yeah so. and this is it's going to be a good one for us too um i will be actually uh, my wife and i will be at uh, paul the producer's mom and dad's house and oh. for the first time we normally don't do thanksgiving uh too often together but um this will be really a good one um my kid and his family are coming both of your brothers yeah and their significant others are going to be here and and when is the last time we were all together mm-hmm. um it, it's going to be an incredibly good time and then uh friday or saturday we're going to go down to fargo and spend the day or a couple of days with the grandkids and the family yeah. down there so my yeah bro- what yeah, a great bro- weekend my brother nathan is like pulling teeth to try to get him to come to any well, type I- of event because he works at a uh television news, news station and he does the overnights and he's so a producer he, oh really oh, so, yeah. Okay. yeah so he can barely ever get time off to come wow. down for holiday occasions and stuff so it's, it's like really old cool time radio they don't shut down tv because it's christmas no, or because they, yeah. it's thanksgiving you know right. somebody's got to be there and i would always ask but who's watching yeah well you'd be surprised <laughs> you'd be surprised sure. yeah so where does he live does he live in, in minneapolis oh minneapolis okay yep. Yeah, yeah, that's, yes, when I worked in radio, I did uh, my share oh, of uh, if, if, holidays. If, if you're scheduled to work a Thursday, it doesn't matter unless you got vacation and somebody's going to take your place. You yeah. work on Thursday. If Christmas is on your day to work, you work Christmas. That's the way it goes. And if you're on the air, you have to be happy about it, don't oh, yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nowadays you can record a month ahead of time and not even be there and not worry about it. Wow. You know, it's just. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. Yeah, it's. Boy, uh, changed a lot it has changed uh, a the lot. world of radio i don't think it's changed for the better by the way i every once in a while you know we'd mess up and play the wrong thing or or not play anything when we're supposed to be playing dead air. A dead air yeah, that's yeah. not that was always a the dreaded mm-hmm. the dreaded dead air um there were always certain songs if you were played in you know music like you and i did yep uh Certain songs, when you hear that song, and if you're in the business and you hear that song in there, you go, oh, I know what that guy's doing right now. <laughs> He's in the bathroom. Because <laughs> he needed that song. Yeah. Wreck of the Edmund <laughs> Fitzgerald, five minutes, minutes right. 57 seconds yeah, long. man. You, you know, got it. Uh, in a Gata de Vida, if you're really <laughs> struggling. <laughs> 26 minutes worth, whatever. But then so, back in the day, too, of, of old radio, uh, the lobby was always... Behind the reception desk, you, where you always had your studio and glass, so people could come in and talk to the receptionist and and marvel. Look, yeah, and, 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 um, and that changed now. Now radio, you're hidden in some. Yes. It's like um, sales is a completely different part than the on-air part. It's like they're two different businesses. You right. hide all right. the on-air people yeah. in the background so that you don't see them. But back in the day. If because you're always playing the music, you know, on the on the intercoms oh, that, inter- or the speakers yep, in, yep, the, in the in lobby. the lobby. Yep. If you heard an album or a or a record skip, you would see our receptionist duck because they knew that 45 was coming flying through the door. <laughs> I would throw that thing like a frisbee. <laughs> Whatever it hit and shattered, it just happened to be that. If it 
get out of the way. That's the unwritten rule here. Um, but yeah, there, boy, things have changed a lot. I think Johnny might have to explain to some of the people in the audience uh, what a 45 is. <laughs> That's these small records. They're little 40. They, they go at 45 revolutions per minute. If you have an album which has numerous songs on it, they go at 33 revolutions per minute. And if you're really old school, we used to have the big albums that were about a quarter inch thick. What were 78s? those? 78s. Yeah. yeah and right. I remember those. They weighed about four pounds a piece. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And, and when you spliced and cut and taped and marked with wax pens and cleaning off heads with, with uh, you know, isopropyl alcohol, alcohol yes. and all of that. And now it's just all computer and everything is way different. And I hear, I can't tell you how many times there's a station I like to listen to out of Fargo. I can't tell you how many times, John, I've heard multiple commercials playing at the same yeah. time or yeah, yeah. Mul- or the news you know they'll go to the news and then i'll hire some other program mm-hmm. playing it said overlapping each other and i'm going come on some, well this is gonna only go on for a few seconds no it goes no. for five minutes yeah. and it, obviously there's nobody there there's nobody there and they no. can't and the computer is allowing it yeah because it's all run by computer you know I, I was actually thinking about this the other day as far as um dvds uh, and blu-rays and you know things like that because my blu-ray player on my xbox wasn't working and i was trying to watch i think it was soiling green actually ah. and then i was thinking about it with you know cds and then instead of cds then you you know you have uh what was it the uh the apple ipod or whatever it was oh, yeah. you know and then it transitioned into oh, now yeah. you could just stream everything right mm-hmm. from your phone. your phone yeah well all the movies i get now too most of them I just stream directly from uh, an internet site, you know, where, where it's like movies and TVs or something oh, anywhere. Yeah, yeah. But then I'm looking at all the Blu-rays that I have on a rack, and I'm like, you know, these are really dumb because it's just like a record. If it's scratched, it won't work. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> streaming, the only way that that's going to go down is if I lose internet. Okay, so let me so let me provide the other side to that argument, okay? Because I I'm I'm really glad, Paul, that you have all of those DVDs or Blu-ray discs. I have the same thing. I I'm a I'm a huge disc fan. I am. Okay. I'm huge. And I still have LPs. Mm-hmm. And I still have 45s by the way. Um and those are coming back. It's yeah, funny I know. those are making I lost all mine in the flood. But the, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, a lot stinks. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um Here's the thing. If you, if you own the disc, if you hold the disc in your hand, yeah, if you scratch it, I mean, but who, who does that? I mean, uh, well, kids do it. <laughs> You've got kids. So just keep them up high or teach them not to touch it. But if you've got that disc in your hand, the only way that someone's going to stop you from watching it is if they actually come in and physically take it from you. Mm-hmm. But online, if you're streaming stuff, you are entirely at the mercy of that streaming company to put that content on their server and make it available to you. And mm-hmm. as soon as they decide you don't want, they don't want you to have it anymore, they're going to, boom, it's gone. We've already seen that happen. And it's going to happen, I think, more and more and more with the censorship going on in America right now. Oh, that unprecedented. Actually, that actually brings me to a point because, so I have, it's called this uh, Movies Anywhere app. So every movie that I purchase um, online, you know, and, you know, they're accessible so other people can see them, too, if they know my password. Don't let <laughs> right, them know right. I, I said that. But <laughs> it was funny because I had to go in and I had to um, reboot everything, change my password, and upload everything that I had recently purchased because, like, the last four or five movies weren't showing up on there. Mm. So I did that. Boom. They all showed up, except for one. Ah. Can you guess which one it was? Hmm, let me think. How did they... It's one that just came out on DVD. Oh, really? Um, that took forever to come out on DVD. Wait, don't tell me, don't tell me. Uh, was it a Tom Cruise movie? No. Oh. Tremors! <laughs> Sound of Freedom. Oh, yeah, oh, go figure. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Figure. Yep, mm-hmm. so that, that? So even though I purchased it, that one doesn't show up on the app. Wow. Wow. Yeah, they don't. Doesn't yeah. even, you own it, but it doesn't even show up on the. Yeah, so there's certain people that don't want anybody seeing that. Yeah. yeah. They don't want to know it's true. Yeah, they'd hate, to, they'd hate to know the fact that people are actually buying it well, and I, watching it. And what yeah. I think it is, is it, I don't even know if it's so much of the movie, but I think it's because it comes from Angel Studios. Oh, and so Angel right. Studios mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. isn't affiliated with Microsoft. Because all these other ones, they're, yeah. you know, they're all right. these Microsoft companies because mm-hmm. I get them through my Xbox. But not, yeah, right. But not only that, Angel Studios promotes Christian content and biblical content mm-hmm. uh, like their show. And here's something, if you've never seen it, I really strongly recommend checking out the series called The Chosen. 
It's Angel Studios. It's free. I mean, someone has to pay for you to watch it. Mm -hmm. But they do the same thing that they did with that movie, uh, um, um, Sound, of Freedom. Sound of Freedom. Thank you. Uh, where you can, people will give money so that you oh, can stream sure. and watch episodes of The Chosen. And then at the end, it'll show. Then you they know, throw in Barbie? No. Okay. <laughs> Go say, you know, Mary G made it possible for you to watch this. Mm -hmm. Would mm -hmm. you like to say thank you? And there's this, there's this progress bar, it's, and it goes like about this fast. So if you don't quickly oh, wow. click on, yeah. I want to say thank you, you lose the chance. Yeah. So you've yeah. got like five seconds. To say, and then you can type a little note to the woman that actually, or the man who actually paid for that particular episode for you to stream. And then if you want to give money so someone else can watch it, you can. But anyway, check it out. Don't you don't have to you don't have to pay anything. Uh, the chosen it's episode one begins with Mary Magdalene, the woman that was. Mm -hmm. uh, they start with her as a little girl, growing up in her home and being very religious, very devout. Uh, and then some things happen to her, and she ends up being possessed by uh, a demon and multiple demons actually. Uh, and they show when she meets Jesus for the first time. It is not one of these over the top Hollywood productions where everything is like hyper real and it's not cheesy cheap either it's just a, a nice it's very believable mm -hmm. very realistic the acting is excellent the direction is excellent um and so you can watch these shows and they're basically biblical stories um set in a in a in a setting that's uh that's 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 very realistic and um it's becoming very more and more popular. It's the, the, the chosen, it's a, and it gives you something to be thankful for because, you know, you eventually meet the the apostles. You meet Jesus as he goes to and calls them out, and you see Peter, and he's and this, uh, several of these people are actually Israeli. So the guy that plays Peter, <clears throat> he's Israeli, and you go, oh, that's a kind of a fakey. Israeli accent? No, that's his real accent. Mm. He's, he's an Israeli actor. Yeah, I actually, um, uh, when we were in Europe last year, we were at uh, uh, Virgin Mary's very last known residence. And it was up on a mountain, and I believe it was in Turkey. Ephesus? Oh, Turkey, okay. I think yeah. it was in, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, Crazy. So I, I think you would really appreciate mm -hmm. uh, that that uh, show. And it's a series. They've done three seasons now. They're working on their oh. their fourth season. Um I'm going to read something, uh, talking about being thankful. <clears throat> this is a, a short, a very short passage from Luke chapter 17, beginning in verse 11. <clears throat> it says, now check this out. We, we don't even know what this disease is. We don't know what leprosy is. Have you ever met anyone that had leprosy? I've seen people, but I've never met them. Ever met anyone that had cancer? Yeah. yeah. Ever met anyone that had the flu or that had COVID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But leprosy, we don't hear about. No. Because we don't have it in this country, but yeah, I was overseas was a, when I saw it. So. Oh, yeah, it was a it's a terrible, terrible disease, yeah. and it's very contagious, and um, you basically lose feeling. There's a white kind of a it's like anyway, you lose feeling in whatever the limb is, and then eventually through your whole body. And and if you can't feel, if you can't feel pain, yeah. then you don't know when you're hurting yourself or when you've got an infection or mm -hmm. you've got an injury, whatever. So, so see, pain is actually works to our benefit. Sure, it does. Ouch, yeah. that hurts. I got to do something, something about it. Yeah. Right. Oh, just really quickly, I was watching uh, that uh, document, well, movie slash kind of documentary about oxy, oxycotton. Yeah. And yeah, the guy was eating a hamburger and he just bit into his own hand and Ouch. didn't even know it. And no. he was like almost like chewing off his finger. Oh, my oh goodness. boy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's so disgusting. that's wow. Yeah. So that's kind of like leprosy. I mean, it's it's deadly because you eventually get infected mm. and and uh, and it takes over and you die. So Jesus is now walking; he's going to Jerusalem. And while he was on his way to Jerusalem, he was passing between Samaria and Galilee. So Samaria is what that's the place where the half breeds live. Mm. The Samaritans were half breeds, or half Jewish and half Gentile. They, they had a Jewish mother, Jewish father, and and then a non-Jewish parent a jewish parent and a non-jewish parent right and so they're the 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 gentiles didn't like them because they're half jews and the jews didn't like them because they're half gentile so they were essentially they're like the kids who were born to if you think back to the vietnam era and john i know you can relate to this 
You think back to the kids that were born to American GIs who took a wife mm-hmm. from, from Vietnam. And these, these Vietnamese kids, uh, I mean, they were, they were half Vietnamese, half yep. American. Americans didn't like them because they're, they're the enemy. Yeah. And that's how they're perceived. And the Vietnamese didn't like them because they're half American and they're the enemy. A lot of them were, by the way, very, very, very attractive yeah. children uh, who came from those parents. But anyway, so he's passing between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, ten leprous men stood at a distance to meet him. And they had to stand at a distance. In fact, it was expected that you would say, if you had leprosy, you'd shout out when you walk into the village or to the city, unclean, unclean. So people stay away from you. They know that they got to, right? So these 10 leprous men stood at a distance to meet Jesus, and they raised their voices saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. Okay? That's his response. They're saying, have mercy on us. And he says, go and show yourselves to the priests. Now check this out. As they were going, they were cleansed. The leprosy left. Now one of them, when he saw that he'd been healed, turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice, and he fell, on his fa- he fell on his face at his feet, giving thanks to him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But the nine, where are they? Was no one found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has made you well. His faith made him well. And he was thankful for what God had done. But look at this, these other nine. They were healed also. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they come back and give thanks? Thanksgiving is so important. It's so important for us to thank God for the good things that he's given us and the good things that he will give us and the fact that uh, you know we live because of him. When we get healed, it's because God gave our bodies the ability to be healed, yeah, right. Uh, it does, that doesn't happen with our cars. The no. car breaks down; it's not going to heal itself. You mm-hmm. got to take it into the shop and have something replaced. Right, right. So, uh, so yeah, we live in a time that, uh, and 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 I'm, you know, I'm thankful for GFBS. I know I've said this before, but I really am. I'm thankful for John. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for for Paul. I'm thankful for 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 Dean and for Dale and everybody else who works behind the. Scenes to uh, to make this uh, well. It's really just Dean and Dale. Those they, they, what a team! I mean, those guys. I know. It's, like, it's almost they're like, like they're brothers. They're yeah. like identical twins. I know. Really. <laughs> and they both do a great job. Uh, so I'm just thankful. I'm thankful to be able to be here and to be able to uh, spread the word and 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 get the truth out to the folks in Grand Forks. I'm thankful that Grand Forks' best source is the best source for news and information uh, in this city. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm thankful to God put you guys here and and i'll be thankful to anybody that tries to that decides to go to our our donate link on our website gfsource.com uh david happy thanksgiving to you and your family thank you john uh wish nothing but the best for you we can't wait to again now till next tuesday thank you uh paul the producer thanks for hanging around with us here again today and uh we will be back tomorrow and of course uh, uh dean the producer or dale as we like to call him uh our show today hidden agenda brought to you by churchill shoes Churchill Shoes has moved. One of the largest SaaS dealers in the upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. Well, everybody, have yourself a great day, all right? Uh, we're back to hockey tomorrow. Yeah, Grand Forks Knight Rider girls hockey coach Kelly Kilgore joins us for the very first time tomorrow. 
And I tell you what, we're pretty stoked to be talking about some girls' high school hockey. Make sure to tune in and make sure to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. That way, every time we go on the air here at Grand Forks Best Source, doesn't matter what the show is, your phone's going to ding and you're going to get to check it out, all right? Hey, you know, we love the Grand Cities. Grand Forks Best Source is giving them an identity again. 